welcome to episode 233 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm joined by the marathon man who is fast gaining celebrity status at Shell Harbour Parkrun, Ollie Spake. <laughs> hey Mel, how's it going? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? How are you recovering from your big weekend, Ollie? It felt like a big weekend and um Look, yeah, it's it's still a little sore, <laughs> but surprisingly well. Thank you. And you started the weekend with Shell Harbour. Yeah, yeah. I was I was arming and arming, so I was volley coordinator at Shell Harbour, and we had a nice full roster. With uh, huge thanks to the the running event locally happening the next day, so I think everyone was saving their legs. Uh, so I took the opportunity to have a park run too, which was good fun. I did stalk your <laughs> results to make sure you didn't go too fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it was it was just a, I suppose, more of a social park run, running around, getting a few pictures of the, the volunteers and marshals out on course and uh, just trying to take it all in. So I don't know if it was as gentle as I'd perhaps intended, but uh, mm. it, it all seemed to work, right? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. good weather for Parkrun? Ah, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, we love the rain too, but it's, you know, beautiful, clear weather, you know, cool mornings warming up with the sun. So it's actually still getting quite warm um, and you know, nice clear skies, which worked out well because um, it was a big weekend locally. Um the day Saturday was was actually you know quite a big day for for the the park that Shell Harbour Park Run takes part in. So uh, Killalee, um, which was a state park and is now I think technically called a reserve, was hosting a, a massive protest. Um, a whole bunch of people um, taking their boards out into the water and people gathering just to um, uh, share perspectives, share their their voice on on preserving the the natural environment there in the park. And um, yeah, gorgeous day for it. That's good to hear. And the big event on Sunday, I yeah. um, I was watching with interest i was scouting your strava to see when you finished <laughs> and by all accounts you had a pretty good run yeah so you know the ultimate taper strategy worked <laughs> <laughs> it was um it was another beautiful day really um we were arming and ahhing um one of the because uh, we had Obviously, had many from the the parkrun community locally, uh, and a number of parkrunners from Sydney taking part. But um, some of the RD event team from Shell Harbour were taking part, and ambassadors and and others. <laughs> One of our run directors was sweating though on Saturday, just checking the weather because he had decided that um, he would take on the marathon in a star costume to to attempt a, a Guinness World Record, and oh. uh, it would was to be the um, fastest marathon for a male and forgive me if i misquote this dressed in a five-pointed star um, <laughs> there's such a thing <laughs> yeah there is there is and and look you know despite a valiant effort that record still stands but uh oh. i'm told the the outfit was a good six and a half kilos that he was carrying there so clearly didn't want the warm weather or too much wind for that matter <laughs> Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, but yep, great weather, and um, it was it was curious. So this this event, Run Shell Harbour, um, 
was an event that was launched back in December 2019 and um, not sure I was a big fan of it running in the summer. So a May date was a little more comfortable for everyone, but you know, well supported locally and, and by a, a number of people sort of traveling in there. And it was the first time they'd run a marathon. So it was, it was a nice mix of a running event, but also just felt like a local run. That's good. So mm. as somebody who has, well, I've run marathon or two yeah. myself. So what was the course, Ollie? Was it just, um, you know, a 42-kilometre loop? Uh, were you running multiple laps? Because, you know, that can play with your head. What, what was it like? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it, it did feel very local in its in its setup so for anyone that hasn't visited the area we're on the coast you know we've got beaches we've got uh, nice parks and and pathways along the back of the beaches which gives us great access to the coastline all around so you know starting from a local surf club and and taking off there but really just following the coastal trail that takes us around uh to the entrance to lake illawarra which is you know a big lake on the southern side of wollongong shell harbour itself is south of that and just the pathway sort of uh, meandering around um, on the southern edge of the lake until we get to a, a turnaround point at, let's say, 11 k's, because I can't remember my maths, uh, turn around back to the surf club and then another lap of the same. So, yeah, two loops. And uh, conveniently, that turnaround point was about 150 metres past my parents-in-law's house. So um, I got my cheer squat, not on the first lap, but on the second lap when I needed it. Oh, that's good. Yes. The kids were out. Yeah, yeah. Hannah was down the coast, but uh, the two younger ones were out there blowing bubbles and cheering on and, and Kathy and, you know, parents-in-law. And, and yeah, no, I, I think I did say um, online, but, um, yeah, tried to give the kids a hug, but they, they were having nothing of it. <laughs> <laughs> Get away, Dad. <laughs> yeah, but um, great time, great fun. And uh, as I said, you know, nice to have a chat. I think um, obviously uh, my other strategy was just keep talking. Yeah, you had some company out there by all accounts. Yeah, lots of park runners, of course. And um, yeah, it was a, no, I suppose you, you find your pace. And uh, thankfully, I did find some people to help control my pace. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, a fellow Shell Harbour park runner and um, absolute incredible runner himself. Uh, we talked to each other through the last, you know, um, the last stretch in particular, last seven Ks where the head starts to, to go for us that haven't done a marathon too often. And, um, yeah, that was uh, a great way to finish quite strongly thanks to him. So thank you, Chris. I don't think he's a listener, but anyway, thank you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. He might yes. be now. Yeah. Uh, I hope you plugged the pod while you were running along. Oh, we had a chat. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. And uh, did you do that uh, very typical park runner thing that you count <laughs> down how many park runs to go? Oh, yeah. The difficult thing is, you know, when they've got the 5K markers, it's not counting down per se. So I had to sort of obviously go completely off the watch. But, yeah, it was definitely counting down from at least three park runs to go. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think um, the longest run – now, the plug for the longest run, I think that puts you in good stead because I was comparing it to how I felt, you know, after lunch on a longest run, already feeling pretty broken. And, uh, yeah, relatively speaking, on Sunday, less broken. So that was good. 
Excellent. Yeah. But I think, you know, you mentioned longest run. That's very stop-start where you cool down and you've yes. got to get the legs out of the car again. Yeah. And, and keep going. I think it's very different uh, when you can just maintain that momentum and not stop. I don't know about you, Ollie. I in a marathon, I don't like to stop even for uh, drink stations. I, I'm a I'm a person that uh, likes to have the hydration where I can because I can't even drink out of those cups. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> when you stop at the drink stations and grab a cup and then you splutter and choke and whatever. Uh, no, I am a, a hydration vest, suck on the, uh, you know, the, the straw kind of person and I just glide past those drink stations and I maintain my my pace yeah well you're much more prepared than me i think mel (laughs) (laughs) i did not have hydration out there and uh it was really hard to to manage that pace because i'd have to stop because uh i certainly cannot drink out of a cup uh like that so it took all of my effort not to just get that all over me um Mm, yeah yeah so i think i think i need to take a leaf out of your book and yeah you need a vest dude get the best side of things going (laughs) what about food what did you did you did you uh, fuel on your run? Ah, uh, I can't eat and run. No, no me neither. No, mm. no. So I think I had one gel. Well, I think I had one one of the the gel things um, left over from last year. So I took that along. <laughs> that was it. I had a coffee beforehand. That helped. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously you didn't need it because you did brilliantly. Ah, uh, it it was um. A pleasant surprise, and thank you, Mel. It was mm-hmm. fantastic to see so many familiar faces out there. You know, get to run alongside some of them um, that you know had been looking forward to um, sharing the morning with, and you know, people across all distances, even down to the one k kids dash. You know, it's it's just a, a buzz. Oh. Plenty of endorphins. Yeah. And one thing I was, mm. you know, wanting to bring up is that, okay, we, we're a parkrun podcast and uh, and yet we're, we're discussing marathons. Yes. However, you know, it occurs to me prior to parkrun, I mean, I wasn't even a runner. It was, <laughs> it was <laughs> going to parkrun that started my running journey um, and then once I'd mastered the 5k non-stop I started to set my sights and challenge myself further with with running events you know you, you then once you can do the 5k you start looking oh maybe I could do a 10k event maybe I could run you know that 10k event maybe and then you, you do a few 10k events you think oh maybe I could do a half marathon and you know so on and so on so you know, I think Parkrun is really the launching pad for a lot of people that may never have considered they could do such things and, and certainly myself, you know, I never would have ever thought I would run a marathon. It was never on my horizon until I started parkrunning. You're absolutely right and I can attest to that. I was never a serious runner. I don't think I knew how to, uh, let's be honest, I still can't discipline myself into any sort of rate regime but um, but. Parkrun brought that interest and the right combination of other things to that community spirit to just make it click. And yeah, it's it's amazing where these things take you once you really get invested, yet they're still there 
when you go through your troughs, you've got your peaks and it takes you amazing places, but you know, it helps you get back into gear in the troughs too, which I think has been what, what made the difference because, I mean, what is it? It's it's close to five years since the last time I tried a marathon and if it wasn't for Park Run and, and seeing an event like this being a similar kind of local community, yeah, I, I certainly would have gone, yep, tapped out, that's it for me. So just, yeah, keeps keeps you going. And sharing it with other park runners as well. Yeah, and, and that's a lot of fun. There were people out there that I was meeting on course and chatting and, and you know, discovering, uh, I can't remember his name and I'm really sorry if you're listening, um, but there was a gentleman from the Ponds Park Run who uh, had done the Gold Coast Marathon and, well, heaps of other marathons, um, but he, he was a very regular one after starting at Gold Coast and we were just having a big chat and, you know, hearing about park run whilst out there at a completely different event. Yeah, it's one of those common things. And probably what I neglected to say about my Shell Harbour park run experience in in the, the vein of, of things being connected was I got to meet Sam too. Sorry, Sam. Oh, that was yes. a highlight. You know, to have Sam come back, thank you very much, and, and volunteer with us again and to um, help out once again, help out uh, as, as part of our uh, scanning crew and um, support one of our first-time scanners with the app there was just fantastic. It's great to have that kind of support and, and you know, always nice to, to meet new people in person. You hear the names and you sort of connect online, but, um, yeah, to get to meet them at the events is is extra special. Great, and we'll hear more from Sam later in Daz's Cafe. You also had an adventure, Mel. I did, yes. Tell us about your adventure. How was it? It was a new event for me, travelling to regional Victoria, uh, to a part of regional Victoria that we particularly uh, love uh, the Alpine region. My husband Paul really enjoys going up into the mountains, mm. into that part of the world. So he was very happy to accompany me, which was which was good for me because <laughs> <laughs> he did all the driving. Oh, nice. There we go. Good work, Paul. Yes. I wasn't solo for a change. So, yeah, we travelled up there for event two of Ovens River Trail and I did record some audio as well, which we can hear shortly. Yeah, and plenty of my fellow tourists also accompanying me for the weekend up there. So a nice little group of us. Uh, we spent some time touring uh, the local town Spending some money in the area, which helps post-COVID. You know, yeah. regional Victoria suffered greatly during the pandemic. So um, to to spend a bit of time there and, and put some money back into those communities that suffered so much was, you know, felt good. Uh, but there was lots to see up there. Sounds yeah. like a beautiful spot. So is that is that part of the autumn leaf belt of uh, that, that part of Victoria? Yes. Excellent. It definitely is. Yeah. It definitely is, yeah. They just have an abundance of beautiful autumn um, colours. Mm. Just those tones, those autumn tones, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really beautiful crisp mornings and beautiful autumnal colours and uh, the – Oh, the locals um, really embracing the tourists uh, as well, which was really nice. While we were up there, Paul and I 
we toured a little bit further so we could see some silo art. Ah, right, right. I had that in my sight, so I knew <laughs> that there was <laughs> there was a few up that way. So I was determined to get to them. So we we travelled after park run and we after we'd finished seeing the sights around the town and we were on our way home we detoured slightly to go to a couple of small towns to see their silos one in particular in devonish had a military theme had um um, depictions of i suppose a world war two nurse oh yeah yeah in her yeah in a military attire uh, uh, and then uh, the the opposite uh, the modern day medic yes depicted on the on the opposite silo so that was uh, yeah i really enjoyed that uh and it's recently been anzac day so the war memorial still had all the poppies and everything and and we went across the road while we were in the town we went across the road to the pub mm-hmm. went in and had a drink and sat at the sat at the bar and had a chit chat to the oh what do you call the dude that's at the bar um well, the publican. Yes, that's it. The publican. Yeah. So my my mind went straight to a country practice. So I was thinking cookie, um, <laughs> if I've got the name right. But yeah, yeah. And apologies for context there. That's uh, that's a so show what was I grew the name up with. The publican. I'm just thinking cookie. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he always behind the bar? Yeah, must have been. Must have been Cookie. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. But you know what, Ollie? Mm. I don't think I've ever gone to a country pub and gone in and sat at the bar and ordered a drink. I don't think I've ever done that before. That was a first for me. So all these little things that, you know, just from going to Park Run and then deciding, you know, obviously through associated endeavours, but because I was there in the area doing park run and then I decided to do these other things and I, I'm having all these firsts that I've never done before. It was just really beautiful. Oh, wow. And then the publican said to us, oh, you know what, there's only five minutes down the road. There's another silo at Gurumbat. You should go there. And I was like, oh, really? I look at Paul. I'm like, can we go to Gurumbat? And he's like, sure, why not? <laughs> so- <laughs> So we went down the road and we visited another silo that was painted with these three Clydesdale horses Ooh. that were very significant to the local area. I think they breed them in the local area. Anyway, it was beautiful. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. Oh, look, that's the way to do an adventure. Well done, Mel and Paul. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yes. And I think the pub stop now seems like it has to be a staple. I'm going to have to plan a road trip and uh, have the pub stop and see where it takes me. Well, see, this is the thing, Ollie, because these little towns that get these silos, they 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 commission them mm. to bring tourists to their town. So while you're there, you've got to stop and you've got to, I don't know, you, you just got to interact with the town and, and spend some money, I suppose, you know, give see back. See where it takes you. Yeah. 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 Oh. Excellent. Well, it sounds like a trip to Ovens River is uh, is on the list. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but you can also go to Benalla. Uh, there's there's a few, I should say, uh, in Country Victoria. Oh, it, you know, silos all over the place in Country Victoria. So, yeah, it's always doable. Yes, yeah. And it reminds me of the time that we went to Mansfield Botanic and that was this was prior – to the pandemic but we went up that way and that's also high country and we stayed at the local zoo we took our tent and we camped at the zoo 
that was brilliant. That was a wonderful experience, which we never would have done if we hadn't have been going there for park run. That sounds like a pretty cool experience. Right. Yeah, waking up with, like, antelope licking your tent. It's quite unique. <laughs> <laughs> At least they were licking and not bucking or anything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh. So there you go. Never yeah. know what you can do yes. when you're um, park running, when you're out there in the country. Yeah. Lots of adventures to be planned yet. Yes. Oh, it's wonder you squeezed it all in there. Well done. Thank you. Well, well I think um, – Speaking of adventures, we've been lucky enough, fortunate enough to have a another group of roving reports, uh, including some more guest reports. So let's have a listen, shall we? Parkrun Adventurers, it's Melissa here and I'm coming to you from the beautiful brand new Ovens River Trail Parkrun in Myrtleford, Country Victoria and I've got Ruth and David with me here, the event directors. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Uh, and congratulations. Thanks Melissa. On a successful launch. This is week two. Uh, would you like to tell us how Ovens River Trail came to be? Oh, someone put a post on Facebook and said is anyone interested in opening a park run in Myrtleford? And we said, yes, let's get it going. Really? Yes. Yeah, so yep. We've got support from um, Alpine Health and North East Health. They were running Active April and wanted to get it going. Mm-hmm. And there was a small, like, steering committee that yep. started. And you put your hands up? Yeah. Did you know about park run previously? Yeah, yes. we've done it for a few years. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So where did you travel previously to go to park run? Oh, we did Lily Lake a few times. So we live in Melbourne during yep. the weekend up here on the weekends. Lovely. So if we were stuck in Melbourne, we might do Lilydale or Fair Park, or if we're up here, it was Wangaratta or Mount Beauty. And we've done Bright, so there's a few in the area that were, yeah, and today's a good example of tourists from everywhere loving the northeast of Victoria. Definitely. It's so beautiful up here. Now, uh, so the council was behind you and encouraged the creation of the parkrun for the community? Yes. Um, Ovens River Trail parkrun is the third parkrun in Alpine Shire, so we were pretty chuffed that they actually encouraged us to do it and they supported us with the financial um, oh, they gave you the grant? foundation grants. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. They were really, really supportive. And was it hard to find the course? Yes, it was a bit challenging. We knew we wanted it here, but we hadn't really considered it deeply until we were submitting the course. And we've got a swing bridge, which we like just assumed that we'd run over, but it's actually horrible and it rocks far too much. So we had to cut that bit out and do a little double up on the rest of the course. But yeah, it works really well. Okay, would you like to describe the course for everybody? So it's effectively a out and back course that is 1.7 kilometres out and 1.7 kilometres back and then we actually go out another 800 metres, the same 800 metres at the start and then come back again. And we are running basically along a a bitumen path that runs along the Ovens River, crosses over a couple of times on steel bridges which are a lot better than the swing bridge that you (laughs) cross to get into the park run. But uh, we... um, lovely treed course the other advantage that we've got i guess from a a parkrun point of view is that if people wanted to redo the course again is there's mosaics hidden all the way along it there is 
Yes. And so there's something a little bit extra for the kids to see after, or maybe to do while somebody else was doing park run and they didn't want to do park run. And a beautiful painted uh, building at the turnaround point. Is that a toilet block? Yes. It is a toilet block. It is a toilet block. With a mosaic or not a mosaic. What is it? A mural. It's a got, mural. On yeah. all four sides, it's got different pictures on murals, but it's also got a couple of mosaics hidden within the ah, murals So, as well. I, yeah, I intend to walk back out later um, and have a good look at that because I didn't really stop on my way, but I did get some lovely pictures over the two bridges. Uh, good, so, I'll have to get you to upload them to oh, Facebook. <laughs> I can do that, <laughs> certainly. So, um, you've got... You've got a nice little uh, car park. And it's little, yeah. yeah it's but a small car park. There's toilets and a playground. And there's additional parking that we've negotiated with the Savoy Club over the road. So we okay. can use their car park if this one gets full as well. Yep. So, yeah. And there's barbecues if people want to have lunch later. Yeah. A nice breakfast. And you have a market once a month, I saw on the website. Yeah, the farmer's market. Yeah, mm. that had some lovely things. So that was walnuts. last weekend, so town was really busy. Yep. Good a for Half the an launch. hour to get a coffee after ordering it was <laughs> oh, not okay. the best experience. But, nah, it's nice, re- but it's really good. It gives people the opportunity to sit around and talk and, yeah. and get have, to know each other. And yeah. And how many did you have today? Do you know the numbers? 40. Okay. Okay, well, that's a nice start. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit less than the launch last week, but yep. yeah, not much. And you haven't had trouble uh, getting a core group to support you? Oh, it's a bit challenging to get volunteers to fill all the volunteer positions. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to work on getting some run directors, probably four, ideally, just okay. to take it in turns a bit more. Oh, very good. So, That's and what right. is what is to see around the place? If you want to sell sell me Myrtle, Myrtleford. <laughs> okay, you've done park run, so you're into a bit of exercise. You might want to go for a walk up Reform Hill. Last week it was um, launched a new mosaic trail of endangered species around Myrtleford. Oh, yeah. And there's a few mosaics around there, but it's just a lovely walk up an old um, gold mine tailing hill. Mm-hmm. Is that where the human hovel... Uh, what is it? The Human Hovel Monument. Maybe? Maybe. <laughs> and there's a big tree. There's an old battery stamp there ah. where they used to bash the rock to get the gold out. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And the big tree I've got to go and find. The largest river red gum in the district. Oh, it's yeah. beautiful, yeah. Just yeah. up the road? Just tucked in, in one of the back streets. It's, yeah, just on the, on the side of the road. There's the Phoenix tree as you're going up the main street there. It's, it's a big old tree that's got a carving and the the stump of it so it's actually pulled the whole thing out of the ground and it's, it's up there and oh. as you're going into town okay we'll go and check left. that out as yeah. well all right well thank you very much for having oh, thanks, spending Melissa. the time to have a chat with me this morning good luck with the park run thank uh, you i'm sure it's going to be back again oh, tell all your friends <laughs> <laughs> oh yes this is this is what we do <laughs> all right thanks a lot thank you so you have a good day Good morning, we're here on the North Shore Park Run in Townsville and I'm just having a quick chat with Lisa. Lisa and Lisa's a local here. Lisa's just going to give us a run through what the Townsville Park Run means to her and the community it's based around. Oh hi, um, well I've been I've been living in Townsville for over five years and one of the first things I did when I moved to the region to help myself connect with other like-minded runners was to actually come out and brave, be brave and turn up to parkrun. And it was the North Shore parkrun that I, that I firstly came to and 
For me, it's given me a real sense of connection with other people who have that commonality, which is the love of running. Um, and on a Saturday morning, you know, I'm, I'm not always here on a Saturday morning, but when I do come, that familiar faces, all shapes and sizes, all ages, people with dogs, people with prams, and it's just this acceptance and this diversity that, that I think makes it really um, encouraging and we're all we're all here to you know bring the best out and encourage and support each other and do you find the community here in North Shore supports parkrun in general absolutely I, I do I think it's it's actually grown in in my five years um, has actually grown to a lovely you know community that um, that is accepted we've, we've sort of got our little or planted our not not a seed but planted ourselves in in the area and it's just a, a weekly ritual or it's a yeah a time to get together there used there were markets here many years ago um, but people hang around have a coffee support each other lots of volunteers gets people involved um, in volunteering we get people from other park runs because there's a few other park runs in Townsville to come out to the area and a lot of people actually comment that this this particular park run is because it's a smaller one much more warm and inviting and so there's what three park runs in Townsville now isn't there I think I'm, I'm four there might be four this is the one at you know the northern suburbs so it brings in you know lots of new families and I suppose you know for us we're a little bit further out from Townsville so it sort of brings people from the outer northern suburbs of, of Townsville together and coffee culture pretty good here Oh, you're going to ask me an honest question. That's something that's actually lacking. We do have coffee, and I'm really sorry to the local uh, local people. We do need a beautiful coffee place, and I think that would be another draw card for the North Shore Park Run. It's what we all gauge running on, isn't it? It's the coffee. Yep, that's what brings you together. And tea, black tea. Beautiful. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank Thanks. you. <laughs> Good morning, parkrunners. It's Tracy and a tutu checking in from Chermside Parkrun this morning, where I was getting my volunteering vest on this week to be tail walker. Now, for those that have not done this role before, this is the person whose job it is to be the last finisher. Sometimes Artie's also ask you to pick up equipment or signage along your way. So without further ado, I give you Tracy's top 10 of tail walking. Number one. You're not out of breath and are able to cheer people on as you walk. 2. It is perfectly acceptable to stroll the course. 3. Stopping to admire bird life or scenery is definitely acceptable. Number 4. Chatting along the way with other walkers is just compulsory. Number 5. Had a big Friday night but don't want to miss out on parkrun? Don't walk! Number 6. You can take your tea or coffee with you. Number 7. You still get a parkrun finish! Number eight, you also get a volunteer point. Number nine, runners think you're awesome. Number ten, you feel awesome for helping out. Now, can I give a special shout-out to M. Scullery of Shell Harbour who recorded her 200th volunteer milestone recently, to Sam Schroeder, who has been doing some volunteerism while her knee heals, Linda Ripper, who celebrated her 50th volunteer at Sandgate, and Sally at Highfields, who became a legend with 100 volleys. Well done. 
Now it's enough from me. It's time for some tea. Until next time, toodles. So g'day everyone, my name's Ingrid Bother and I'm down here at Dolls Point. I'm very excited because this is the relaunch after the COVID pause and it's quite a turnout, quite an early turnout. We've got about 10 minutes to go and the place is just buzzing. I'm standing here with Sincerity and Pat, two of my favourite people from Parkrun. <laughs> They're laughing but it's true. The other thousand as well. <laughs> yeah, I do love the other thousand as well, that's true. Um, so I just wanted to ask you guys, how have you coped with the the absence from Dolls Point. Have you been to other park runs? How are you feeling? Should I go Pat? No, I haven't been to other park runs, but I've coped really well because I've discovered I love running and I've just run at least three or four times a week since oh. park run stopped. And I just love it. Oh, you're going to be hard to beat. No, I'm getting slower. <laughs> much, much slower. And sincerity, I know I've seen you It's when we've been doing a bit of the touristing. Yes, I've joined other park runs, made newer friends, bragged about this park run, and now we're back. <laughs> it is definitely the prettiest park run in oh, Sydney. I've got Jasmine here. Jasmine is doing Finnish tokens today. Um, how do you feel about being back at Dolls Point? Um, it feels good because I'm familiar with this one and it's really beautiful here. Yeah, it is. Um, and would you rather still be in bed though? Yes. <laughs> and thank you to Brendan at North Shore and Tracy at Chermside and Ingrid from Dolls Point coming with some roving reports for us, Ollie. Yes, and you, Mel, of course. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great. It was great to hear, um, you know, Brendan travelling around Queensland a bit further, uh, part of the uh, dynamic duo, giving us uh, another report there. And um, I really enjoyed uh, catching Tracy on the V side there. Yes. With some tips for tail walking. Yes, yes. And look, absolutely agree 100% with each of those. Tail walkers are awesome. It's uh, hands down the most popular volunteer role I've seen. I don't mind a bit of tail walking myself. And so nice to hear from Ingrid and getting to be a part of the fun back at the, the Dolls Point relaunch. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't quite get all the audio, Mel. No, we couldn't, but I've used all my powers, Ollie, to uh, be able to give you a bit of a rundown on the three reports that Ingrid submitted that we unfortunately weren't able to to use. Uh, we heard from Wayne. Wayne was tail walking at Dolls Point with a woman who has done 258 park runs. That was Helen Rubin. Fantastic. Yes. And during the pause, Wayne was not park running and being a tourist. While he waited for Dolls Point's restart, he did Cook's River, Penania, Kamei and Cronulla. Very nice. Yeah. Yes. And then we heard from or Ingrid spoke to Carrie's celebrating a recent 80th birthday with a park run at Dolls Point, her second visit to Dolls Point, and uh, but she's done 54 tourist runs in total with a total park runs of 289, not too shabby, Ollie. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Happy birthday and well done, Karis. Definitely must be on John's list. Yes, yes, I think so. 
And then uh, Ingrid also spoke to Darren. Darren, who is a tourist doing his first Dolls Point and only needs to do a one more event at Wayland to become a Rayfarer. He loved Dolls Point along the water. He said it was beautiful and flat and liked that he could see the planes taking off in the distance. Yeah, and uh, look, thank you so much, Ingrid, for, for capturing that and glad that we could at least uh, share a bit of that. It sounds like there were some very glad park runners, but some <laughs> some some very high-achieving park runners in terms of all of these uh, wonderful adventures and, and um, yeah, numbers of different runs that everyone's completed there. And, and of course, Mel, only realising tonight that, uh, yeah, Darren, I've, I've seen Darren's um, Darren's travels now for some time and, and his uh, reflections on his travels during COVID, during lockdown. So uh, great to see everyone getting out there and supporting the, the Dolls Point crew. Well, you know what it's managed to successfully do, Ollie? It's managed to successfully make me put Dolls Point high up on my list of events to visit when I am next in Sydney. Yeah, highly recommend it. It is a lovely course there. And um, I would say it would be one of the faster courses, except that it's, I think it's nicely entwined with a you know a popular spot and, and the community there. So um, you probably get a bit of everything in, in terms of, you know, getting amongst it, but also getting a nice track there. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. Actually, that's one thing they didn't say. What is, is it an out and back? It is an out Maybe and back. Maybe they did say it and I didn't listen. <laughs> Look, it, it sounds like there was a lot of excitement, so they could be forgiven if they didn't say it, that's for sure. But it is um, by and large an out and back. Uh, well, no, I think it is almost exactly an out and back. There's a little bit where, as you can tell from me describing it right now, on the longest run, I got very confused and <laughs> Unfortunately, I was at the front of the pack at that point, so uh, everyone else got confused behind me. Um, but, <laughs> but when I did the run on Park Run Day, uh, absolutely loved it. And oh, yeah, there's a bit of a run. Oh, you've done Dolls Point. I've done Dolls Point. Yeah, yeah. Early 2020, and um, yeah, beautiful warm summer's morning. Run through the park, then onto the path, and you you could practically be on the beach and there's usually a bit of sand on the path there and you're heading along the shore of, of Botany Bay there uh, where you can you can pretty much see the airport, you can see the entrance to Botany Bay, uh, turn around and return. But a yeah, lovely community there, great spot. Well, congratulations for your return, Dolls Point. We're yes. very happy that you have become the – is that the final event for Australia to return? I think maybe – didn't check my facts, but um, one of. Can we say one of? Oh, if only we had an informant. <laughs> yeah, we need to check in with HR. <laughs> what we do have, though, Mel, is um, a lot of company once again. Dazza's was cracking. It was indeed, Ollie. It was uh, another very busy morning, which was great to see. It was. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, of course, for, for sharing your experiences. Um, yeah, good to hear from you all. And um, first up, we heard from Adrian Hillier uh, with the C number four at Central Lakes Park Run, coffee at Caboolture Bowl and Mini Golf. Yes, and Greg Garner, out west visiting family and also completing St George Park Run for the first time, so makes number 18 different events I've now attended. Nice work. A few people ticking over some challenges here. Errol Poole chasing a Wilson index number at Horseshoe Bay Reserve, followed by breakfast at the Heritage Beachside Cafe. 
It did look nice at Horseshoe Bay. Yeah. And Tracy Wood, morning team, I was so busy chatting, taking photos at Chermside that I forgot to get one of myself. <laughs> anyway, it's tea time for Tracy, so toodles. Could be forgiven for sure, Tracy. <laughs> and Alison King, all of the above. Current goal is Countryman. So this was in response to our question, of course, Mel. Yeah, we probably uh, should mention what that context, was. Context, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I jumped straight into it. But we did ask this week that, um, you know, get, being that we are by name all adventurers, what is your parkrun MO? Are you a Windexer, chasing pirates, that is bingo numbers, or an alphabetia? Or like Mel, does your spirit yearn for new events in faraway places? So, uh, Alison, yes, yes, well and truly, you are all of the above. Well done. <laughs> Current goal is countrymen with a Windex filling when I can. But today I ran at home to celebrate the launch of my new book, Was a Glorious Morning at Puringa. And we should mention that, shouldn't we, Mel? We should. Congratulations, Alison, on the timely release of your new book. We've ordered our copies, uh, and for um, for anyone that uh, is yet to uh, yet to spot it or um, yet to to order a copy, but wants to hear more about the uh, the beautiful park runs of New Zealand, jump onto our page, and and you can find your way through. But uh, keep a lookout for Alison's unofficial park run guide for New Zealand. Yes, I think we should put the link to Alison's book in the comments of the podcast post, Dolly. Good idea. Can Good you remind idea. me? <laughs> <laughs> Noted. They'll put that right next to the budgie reminder. Oh, don't forget the budgies. They're out <laughs> on the deck. Good grief. All right. And uh, Claire Stutchbury, pasta for breakfast after event number 81 at Kedron, a PB for our time in Queensland before some birthday shenanigans. And I did clarify with Claire whose birthday it was, and it was Jack's. So happy birthday, Jack. Happy birthday, Jack, and congratulations on the uh, QLDPB. Pasta for breakfast? Yeah. Mm, not sure about that one. Breakfast of <laughs> champions. <laughs> And we heard from Caro, Caro Voss, Wilson Index Chaser today in Scone, Bill Rose Sports Complex Park Run. And um, Caro there with a scone, in, a scone at Scone. That's not half a mouthful, is it? <laughs> yeah, bit, bit too big a bite for me there, but uh, nice work, Caro. And Beck Bailey, sunny morning for my half ton at Shell Harbour. Nice to see all the local faces again and even a chat with Ollie before he took off up cardiac climb. Good luck tomorrow. Yeah, time relativity there. Of course, that was park run day. But, yeah, it was nice to run with <laughs> Beck. And she also took up cardiac climb. But, um, yes, we heard also from Bernadette Bennett. Newey returning to its original starting spot. It's like being welcomed home. That's good to hear. Good to hear the Newey team back in their spot there. It is, and I did question Bernadette as to what was the reason for the change, and it's a post-COVID thing mm. due to uh, the necessity for social distancing and, and needing more space. That's why Newey returned to their original start point. And Chris Fraser. Okay, this is a long one, so I've got to get ready. Lots of trauma today. Left wallet and phone at theatre last night. Had to spend all my small change on fuel to get me to park run this morning. No course photos, no money left for baked goods. Oh, dear Lord. 
However, Kajula Parklands, my 271st park run, 269th officially recorded at my 127th location, my 14th C, so now I'm a Pirate Club times two, it was my missing Sydney event, so I'm back as a Rayfarer. It was event number 13, so my Wilson Index jumps two points. It moves my Nandy Interstate back to Willow, three kilometres closer than Leeton, 12th finisher, which I have done three times before. I finished with a time of 28.01, so a 2021 bingo number and happens to be the same time as my first run back from COVID last year, it is, however, just two seconds off a post-COVID PB, which hurts. Hashtag run for stats. Oh, that was hard. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Chris Fraser, in short, demonstrating <laughs> that uh, he is one of every one of the uh, of the description in, in our question. And uh, well done, Chris. I um, <laughs> was just in the process as, as we were going through, double-checking that Chris did have a second R. And, um, yes, have been able to confirm that. I don't think there was much doubt given the number of events, but uh, double pirate. Oh, can't we trip him up on something? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh. I don't think so. But, uh, look, um, sorry to hear about the lack of baked goods. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. it's his own fault. <laughs> <laughs> Someone that was maybe uh, a little more happy there was uh, Ingrid Botha who we heard from before, I was thrilled to not be touristing today with the return of Dolls Point. 169 walkers, joggers and runners today. My other half said he saw me beaming with a huge smile while we were watching the run briefing. Home at last. Oh, good to hear. Yes. And Erica Liotta, back to SS Cooper Trail Park Run today as photographer, nabbed a 16 for my Wilson Index as I walked the course while taking happy snaps of the other 19 park runners that braved the rain. Topped it off with the mega coffee at the Bribey RSL afterwards with the RD and other volleys. And it looks like scones for Erica too. Yeah, well earned. The weather looked crazy up there. Oh. I saw some some video footage there from uh, yeah from the Sunshine Coast, and uh, yeah, quite a lot of rain there. So uh, well done for finishing and uh, and for volunteering in those conditions. She's a champ. Yep. And we heard from Andrew Turner. A trip to Gels for my Jay today. I enjoyed the beautiful hilly two-lapper in Verdant Parkland and scored a surprise first finish. A special shout-out to the second-place runner, Dee Dee, who let me know when I made the wrong choice of path towards the end of the first lap. Good support there. It is. And well done. Val Warwick. Steve and I volunteered at Ralton today, and being Marshall, my V-index has increased to six this morning. We started in mist, but the sun burned that off on this glorious Tasmanian autumn day, still and sunny. Steve was barcode scanning. Coffee was, as always, fantastic, as supplied by the fabulous Kelly at Limestone Cafe. Photo is of the misty morning as volleys arrived and there was a beautiful autumnal photo, misty autumnal photo from Val. Yeah, lovely. And we heard from Bruce Purdy. 
a 66.67% territory statesman with a visit to Darwin Park Run and then the Lime Cafe for a lime milkshake when in Rome. <laughs> uh, lime Cafe, Northern Territory, Darwin City waterfront there. Yes. I was green with envy. <laughs> Sam Schroeder, barcode scanning and fangirl gushing at Shell Harbour for me. Thanks, Ollie, for being just as lovely in real life as you are on the pod waves. My family had a ball on the ridiculously beautiful Shell Harbour course, which was an ideal PB condition today. Oh, you got some fans there, Ollie. Oh, look, it, it flows both ways. Uh, it was wonderful to meet Sam, as I've said before, and to, to chat with her and, and Luke there, who was um, finishing parkrun number 49. So a uh, big parkrun coming for him. Ooh. Yes. And, uh, look, worth mentioning, Sam did come to Shell Harbour on Picton's birthday. So um, I did feel a, bit, feel a bit guilty about that. Thanks, Sam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we heard from Cameron Drake back at Parkrun, volunteering after a br- brief break. And I must say the coffee tastes better than ever. Wishing the Park fam good luck at Marg's and Light Horse this weekend. Go you good things. And that was, uh, that was reference, um, thanks to the clarification, to the Margaret River Ultra and Light Horse Ultra, mad distances run by mad people. Yeah, I've, I've since Googled some of those pictures. Looks amazing. And Tony O'Connell. It was sunny at Inverloch as expected. Coffee and berry cheesecake after at Paul's was good as well. And Toki's referring to Paul the Pymans. Ah. Sally Heppleston, there's no place like home. Kidsport meant I, I had to stay close to home today, but I ran my fastest time at Westerfolds in years. 25.37. Well done, Sal. Mm. Um, two seconds off getting my final bingo number, 35, but I really don't know if I could have gone faster today. Lovely morning. Coffee consumed at home alone, but no complaints. Hope an adventure is possible next week. Oh, my gosh. Supercell is just going amazing at the moment. Yeah, I think I think you can certainly feel comfortable not chasing that bingo number. Well done, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie Rabi joined the 100 Club last weekend. I've done the Alphabet and Staying Alive Club. One more C to go and I'll be a pirate. Oh, nice. That's um, that's a healthy collection, Melanie. Nice work. And Janet Llewellyn-Reed took a two-hour drive to Australia's smallest park run, Meningi. Good coffee and an 8 out of 10 sausage roll. Oh, and did I mention a beautiful community and amazing core volleys. It is pretty amazing at Meningi. I can attest to that as I've been there. And the sausage rolls, they're gaining momentum. <laughs> they sure are. Good choice, Janet. Path Bomber Canty at Ovens River Trail Park Run this morning with a bunch of fellow statespeople. Brunch at Cafe Fez and found this shop behind and alongside the cafe. Must be Daz's dad. And there's a photo of uh, Buddha. <laughs> if you're looking for knickknacks to redecorate your house, this is the place to go browsing for ideas and items. Enjoyed coffee and a halloumi and mushroom on bread and relish dish. Hit the spot. That sounds quite nice. Just to elaborate on uh, the Cafe Fez. Yes. It was a Middle Eastern themed 
cafe and behind the cafe it was like the TARDIS, Ollie. It had a shop <laughs> with all this, I guess, again, Middle Eastern type of um, bric-a-brac and mm. it just went on and on and you walked through and there was another room and then you walked through there and there was another room and then you walked <laughs> outside and then there was another place. My gosh, it went on forever. Amazing. Best place. Oh. Sorry. That's it. No. Well, uh, did you wind up bringing Daz's dad home, by the way? I was very – I was <laughs> – do you know what I found? Like uh, I, I digress, but uh, I found hmm. a wooden spiral staircase that I really, really wanted. I didn't have anywhere for it, but it was – it was just in the middle of this place. Mm. It was amazing. I really wanted it. Uh, <laughs> no, no spare need for a staircase then. Oh, that's a shame. Um, I, I, I think I could <laughs> build a house around it though. Yeah, they, um, you're not kidding when you say they really do have it. Have everything in there. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, it was like wow. it, it could have just come out of the Titanic or something. It was just in the middle of this place. It was a spiral staircase, a timber one. Amazing. I wanted oh, it. Right. Oh well. All right. Oh, well. Oh. <laughs> and uh, we also heard from Dawn Branton, visited Stockton Park Run in Newcastle this weekend, and what a fabulous park run it is with water views all the way. You can even arrive by ferry. Special shout out to the awesome team who managed to find and return my hotel key I dropped somewhere on the course. Oh, Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> That's good support. We're glad you had that support. Oh, my word. I'm glad yeah. you found it. Yeah, and there's one for the uh, the Transit to Park Run collection. Yes, yes. Mm. And lastly, Ollie, Robin Shallard. Uh, I can't wait to sample such goodies once I am a resident. Well, that's great, Robin. A resident of which park run? Who wants to guess? Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm going to be reviewing all the cafe posts now to, uh, to try and work this one out. Yeah, it's like join the dots, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yep. But thank you, Robin, and thank you, everyone. Another good park run day. It definitely is. Yes. Look, Mel, um... I know that, you know, we've had a few goings on with HR and, and whatnot, but I do believe we have a stats report. So um, should we uh, should we listen to that? Is, is that right? We received one, didn't we, Mel? I believe so, Ollie. Okay. Let's see what we've got. This is the Agency Casual. The informant is on unpaid leave this week while he gets his issues sorted out with HR. I don't know what's going on there. Best not to ask too many questions. Unlike the informant, my stats are always right. If they're not, then send me an email so I can politely ignore it. This week, Australia saw 394 park run events with 39,956 runners down 1,465 on last week, with an average time of 33 minutes 17 seconds. New Zealand had 33 events, with 4,031 runners, down 226, with an average time of 31 minutes and 49 seconds. Australia has 10 new 250 threats, Tony McDonald, 
Margaret Johnson, Jessica Lawrence, Angela Walsh, Lisa Linson, Glenn Vallis, Helen Dowling, Rolf Coulson, Jake Robinson, and John Keogh. And we have one in New Zealand, Sue Walker. The top three fastest females in Australia were Abigail Graham, 15 to 17 age group, running a new PB in 17 minutes, 23 seconds. Danielle Graham, 11 to 14 age group, also running a new PB, 17 minutes 56, and Amy Carey, 25 to 29 age group, also running a new PB in 18 minutes and 7 seconds. Top 3 fastest males in Australia were Kieran Perkins, or 25 to 29 age group, running a new PB in 14 minutes 21 seconds. Brandon Ford, 15 to 17 age group, 14 minutes 51 seconds. And Adrian McLean, 30 to 34 age group, 16 minutes and 5 seconds. The top three fastest females in New Zealand were Bella Earl in the 15 to 17 age group, 18 minutes and 4 seconds. Charlie Miller in the 18 to 19 age group, running a new PB of 18 minutes and 21 seconds. Karen Donaldson Barron in the 35 to 39 age group, running 18 minutes and 22 seconds. The top three fastest males in New Zealand Paul Martelletti, 40 to 44 age group, 15 minutes, 21 seconds. Jacob Pridey, 20 to 24 age group, running 15 minutes and 48 seconds. And Nick Moore, 45 to 49 age group, running 16 minutes and 18 seconds. The top three largest events in Australia were New Farm, with 438 runners, up by 21 from 417 last week. Albert Melbourne with 430 runners, up 65 from 365. And the Ponds, 401 runners, up 11 from 390. The top three largest events in New Zealand were Hagley, 306, down by 31 from 337. Cornwall Park, 268, up 23 from 245. And Hamilton Lake, 224, down 5 from 229. Being an agency casual, that's all the stats I'm going to give you. If you want more stats, then I guess that's too bad. If you suffer with insomnia, then re-listen to this segment and I'm sure you'll be sorted. With any luck, the informant will be back next week and I can get back to my normal life. And we heard from the agency casual, Ollie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so... That was interesting. Yes, yes. Well, it's nice to hear a report. Um, and thank you to our agency casual for, for stepping up and stepping in. Um, look, yeah, well, I'll check my emails. I'm sure HR's had something to update us, but uh, yeah, I don't know, Mel. Um, can we keep the casual for a while just in case or what do you think? I think that we need the casual on standby because yep. we just don't know when the informant's going to return, if he's going to return. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. So being that we don't know, if anybody out there has any particular stats they would like the agency casual to uh, cover, please <laughs> let us know. We can put it to him. I'd, he doesn't sound overly interested in uh, working too hard. Probably because he's on a pretty meagre rate, but uh, we we, <laughs> we can uh, do our best to try to see what we can get. 
yeah, the Parkrun Adventures budget uh, isn't the same as it was back in the uh, the days of the Netflix deal, huh? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Definitely yeah. not. However, uh, we did come by a, a random stat, Ollie. Yes. That uh, we we should share with the public. They may be interested to know this stat. Yeah. Would you like to uh, to let everybody know? Maybe just to keep the mystery, can I give you a five-letter clue? <laughs> Does it start with B? B, yep. <laughs> I... <laughs> N-G-O. No, I think wouldn't it have to be six letter because it's got to have an E on the end? Oh, whoops, yeah. Jeez, Ollie. B-I-N-G-O-E. <laughs> <laughs> Especially due to the uh, subject of the B-I-N-G-O-E. That's right. Big congratulations to the subject of the B-I-N-G-O-E achieving a, a stopwatch bingo. At uh, this parkrun day just gone. That's right, Mr. Scott Trickett. Yes. Scotty. Yes. Congratulations. Proving that it can happen without forward planning. Do you recall how many events it took him to achieve it? I am madly scrolling through my Facebook messages. <laughs> I do recall. <laughs> yeah, so, look, it makes me feel a bit better for not having gotten my stopwatch bingo. I'm still six off, but Scotty has managed it in what was reported as 324 puck runs. Woohoo! That's a lot of efforts. Well done. I'm still waiting to get mine too, and I am not quite at 300, so I have hope <laughs> that it's not too far away. <laughs> no, it's coming. It's coming. So, yeah, clearly Scotty's got to find himself another challenge now. That's true. Mm. Okay. We'll get our, we'll get our um, spies onto that and see if we can't figure out what he's going to get onto next. Yeah, ah. yeah. Oh, well. We'll take uh, we'll take suggestions there as well in any feedback. So if you've got questions for the agency casual, suggestions to uh, well, <laughs> we we can't put them to Scotty, but we can we can spy and guess and try and back up your suggestions. Oh, we'll just tag him. We'll just tag yeah. him in everything. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be the support crew. No one asked for. <laughs> yes. I like it. It's a good plan. Excellent. Yes. Of course, if you've got any of that or if you'd like to get in touch, say good day. Um, as always, you can contact us via our Facebook or on our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. But, Mel, I suppose there's a there's another parkrun day coming. There's another weekend, a special weekend. Have you got plans for your next parkrun day? Yes, I do. It's Mother's Day weekend, Ollie. Yes. Yeah. So I am heading east again to be out in the general vicinity of my kids so that I can uh, do a park run and visit with them at the same time. I'm going to take my grand doggy to park run again. I can't wait. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, Dustin's coming with me to Parkrun. I think we'll revisit Cascades on Clyde. So, Michelle Mullins, if you're listening, you're probably not, but if you are, coming to see you again. And, uh, yeah, that should be fun. What about you, Ollie? I think there's some multiple celebrations happening in your <laughs> household. Yeah, I mean, so much. We had to we had to start early um, Sunday, just gone after the marathon with them. Um, with Zali's birthday party, but yes, yes, it's it's double birthdays on Saturday, so I'll have to squeeze a park run in between um, getting up and presents for Zali and um, 
then a park run with mum for her birthday, assuming she feels like coming up and park running, but she's the one that suggested it. So mm-hmm. take that as a big yes. Then we're off to a winery. So, uh, yeah, it'll be a pretty good day, I think. Now, is Zali and Galen, is their birthdays actually the same day? Yes. Yes, <gasps> that's right. Wow, so, that's cool. Sharing a birthday with Nana. Yeah. And... Is it Saturday? That is Saturday. Yes, the eighth of May. Parkrun birthdays. Parkrun birthdays. I see. I don't think I could quite convince Zali to come on out, but um, she's got dancing anyway, so we'll have to. Oh. Yeah, we'll have to spare her. But yeah, no, looking forward to it. But Galen's potentially coming to Shell Harbour. She will be at Shell Harbour. That's right. Right, so call yeah. out to everybody in near and far who wants to come down to Shell Harbour Parkrun <laughs> to celebrate. Happy 70th birthday to Galen. That's right. Yeah, and then Mother's Day. So we look forward to Mother's Day. Always a nice day. Fabulous. Well, I hope that you have a lovely time and uh, happy Mother's Day to Galen and Kathy. Thank you. And to you, Mel. Thanks. All right. Well, look, um, I suppose that's it for another week, Mel. So um, we'll see you and, and we'll see you all next week for more adventures. Hope you had a good time on your marathon. Bye.